Hello and welcome to another... Hold on, let me take off my mask. Hello and welcome to another episode of the I Love Libby show. I'm Kyle. And I'm Libby. The date today, because it's important for you to know this, is Thursday, March 19th in the year 2020. Mm-hmm. Which is shaping up to be very interesting. <laughs> I'll say. Uh, yeah, to say the least. Uh, this episode is our special edition. It's a family quarantine episode. Yes. Uh, so this episode is going to be focusing primarily on how we are dealing with the coronavirus and its impact on our family, on our children, on our toilet paper, mm-hmm. on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's what this is. This is how we are handling it. Now, we're going to do a few things a little differently than we normally would. So, for example, we have actually recorded uh, conversations uh, with our our kids. Yes, yes. I um, took them aside and asked them a few questions regarding the coronavirus slash quarantine. And I was not there for that. You weren't. And then um, you took them aside as well. And ask them your own set of questions. And so, yeah, we have that now. Right, right. And and we're going to splice those in. Mm -hmm. Um, Should we just do that right now or should we talk more and then add that in? We'll talk more. All right, we'll talk and then we'll add it in when it's relevant. So, um, well, uh, if you're living under a rock, which actually everybody's living under a rock. (laughs) (laughs) They're living under their roofs right now. Uh, We are all stuck. Uh, Can't go out for the foreseeable future. Could be weeks, could be months, who knows. Right. Uh, So we are a family. Currently in this household, we are a family of four. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have four children, but two of them are living on their own. We can touch on that as well. But right now we have a nine-year-old and a Mm 14-year-old, a third grader and a freshman in high school, who are uh, at home right now. And Mm -hmm. and as of the time that we're, we're recording this right now, they're both... Digging into schoolwork, correct? Uh, via computer websites, things like that, right? Um, uh, there's so much to cover here, uh, I and know, I don't want I, it to be it's a little overwhelming, too yeah. big and too long, right? Um, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, the, the, the school situation? Like, give me okay. a little brief history of well, how it's okay, started. right? Um, when we first found out that school was going to be canceled, um, which we, was last Thursday, Thursday, I believe, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Or was it like, I think Wednesday afternoon we found, I don't know. Right. Yeah, right. right. And um, it was originally, gosh, I, it seems like so long ago now. They, they were originally supposed to be out of school until March 27th, am I right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then within like 24 hours, it was changed to April, uh, 24th. April 24th. Right. And so, wow. I mean, we were like, okay, well... We're going to be homeschooling the kids now. Um, what will that entail? And the in, the initial like information we were given kind of insinuated that um, we're going to be following some kind of a, um, a class home schedule. syllabus, right? Yeah. Right, and stuff is going to need to be completed by a certain time and turned in. Possibly the teacher would Skype in and in lecture. We weren't sure how it was going to go, but we did think that the kids were going to be maintaining the current school curriculum that they were on. Structured education. Right. And um, as the days went by, we learned that they were literally, they kept saying, we're pushing pause on school. Like, we are literally pushing pause. Um, no new information will be 
learn. Like no new information will be given out to the kids um, to complete. Um, nothing that the school or teacher suggests that the kids work on. Nothing is mandatory. It's recommended but not mandatory. And Well, one of the emails actually just said, read with your kids, take them out to play, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, I... I was kind of in shock by all of this. I mean, but the more I thought of it, I I did understand that where they were coming from. I mean, not everybody has a computer at home. Not everybody has a computer for every I mean, child in at this home. day and age. Are we really okay? You got to remember that? you're you're used to a, a middle class, upper middle class mentality. Okay, and sure. you have to realize that not everybody's like that. I mean. Even in our neighborhood, there might be people that don't have a computer for each child, okay? But then outside of our neighborhood, I mean, there are all walks of life. And it would be nearly impossible to have everybody in the same boat moving forward at the same pace. And, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a little scary, though, to think that every... I mean... Because it's not mandatory, I mean, the people that choose, eh, eh, there's going to inevitably be parents out there that go, eh. Summer started early, kids. Correct. Have fun binging Disney Plus for the next six months. And I really feel bad for those kids, but I mean, mean, what can you do? Um, But we have been um, diligent about, you know... The, making the kids do their online. There's like Dreambox is a math program that they already did use at school. And then there's something called Khan Academy mm-hmm. that they just started um, getting into. There's edutyping, typing programs. Um, the list goes on. And, and then I've noticed like just on like the internet has been um, advertising like Scholastic's got free programs the zoo every day at well the Cincinnati Zoo Cincinnati is zoo. doing something every day at noon noon hour time um, on the west coast uh, three o'clock on the east coast like an animal yeah uh, a different excursion. An- they yeah. just dis- they discover a new animal each day and I've watched um most of them so far mm-hmm. and it's pretty interesting yeah so I mean there are lots of different ways you can teach your kids without following an exact um, lesson plan, you know, given by a teacher. So there's so many different things uh, to talk about here. Um, And we've kind of just jumped into the schooling and let's just keep talking about that. Uh, Do you feel like there will be some drastic differences in the outcome between our children, other children in our school. Mm-hmm. Uh, ch- you've mentioned like socioeconomic challenges. Correct. Uh, what will be the? Um, uh, are we going to have high highs and low lows in terms Probably. of what the kids come back I mean, to school? I mean, inevitably, next year? not everybody's going to be uh, on the same page. Uh, I mean, you have to wonder about kids who already like. Sometimes school, the school day, is like a haven for them. Almost compare depending on their like you know, home situation, um, with like, even like meals and stuff like that. Lots of kids get their breakfast and lunch through school and they might not have the greatest home life. And so if they're already not getting worked with at home, their parents aren't reading with them. They're not making sure that they get their normal homework done in a situation like this. I really feel for those kids because they're not going to get the attention that they need. They're not going to get the enrichment that they need to, 
be in the same boat as some of the other kids. Right. We we are fortunate that our children don't have, uh, I guess for lack of better terms, special needs. Right. Um, you know, uh, resources are available at most schools for, I'm sure there's probably a need for more, but uh, for, for kids who do need that extra help. Right. Tutoring, uh, back in my day, we always called it the van. The van, yeah. You know, you go out and you get special one on one individualized right. assistance to keep a, a kid who's struggling uh, at at least a base level. Right. And I, I really do feel bad for those kids. And I feel bad for those parents, too, who have been reliant, I guess is the right word, right. on this extra help. And that right. is now gone. You know, average, you know, Joe, Joey, who's at mm-hmm. school, who is just, you know, a C or a B student who's just right. working through, isn't going to have a problem. And, and oh, man, it's just well, a struggle. Yeah, but, I mean, and, and really, truly with, with all this, I was very nervous at first. Um, well, when we first realized it was only going to be about two to three weeks, I mm-hmm. was like, okay, no matter what happens, we'll get through this. It might be not the greatest, but we'll get through it. When I realized that it was going through April 24th, I, I kind of freaked out and got nervous. But um, Well, we actually talked about... Uh, we had summer plans. Oh, right. That, that you right. know, starting in early July. Right. And then we're like, eh, you know, I bet the kids are going to end up going to school. They're going to have to tack on days. Well, right. And so we started to push our plans. Right. Uh, and As did lots of other people. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, everything that anybody had planned from spring break on is just tentatively canceled. And, but yeah, I mean... But what I was getting back to is that I was nervous at first, and then I realized all of the opportunities for learning that we've already we already give our kids on a regular basis. Um, school's great for a structured school day is great for certain things, um, but there's a lot of stuff that like you and I learned in school as kids that. Our kids, when we will go, hey, like, do you know about this, like, specific battle in a war? Or, hey, do you know about this time period? And they go, no, we didn't learn that. And, I mean, I'm talking about even our older two that are already graduated. Um, we, have, like, we have discovered that there is um, <clears throat> a drastic difference between uh, what we, our curriculum growing up versus mm-hmm. that. And I'm sure there's differences even between what we learned and what mm-hmm. our parents learned. I mean, the, the, the joke in our house right now has been... You know, cursive. You know, right. is cursive necessary? Well, is cursive funny. not? I was just thinking about that yeah. the other day, and now Cassie was supposed to. All, all three of our oldest kids do have learned, been taught to, how to write in cursive through ones, school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our youngest, um, when all that was up in the air, um, last year in second grade, they were supposed to learn, and for whatever reason, our teacher didn't get around to it. Thanks. And yeah, so this year they were supposed to focus on it. And the funny thing is, it's already March and they haven't touched on it yet either. And Definitely I'm like, not going to touch on it now. Right. They so I had actually thought that the other day. I was like, you know what? You I could... think I might. I know what. Okay, there are different kinds of cursive. I don't know if you knew about that, but um, there are different, like, um, it's like a styles? dialect. It's like a dialect in a language almost. There are different styles, yes. And I have to look it back up because I forget the actual name. But there was a style that they told us that they were going to teach at school. So I'll just pull up that style and teach that. I mean, even if you think it's a lost art necessity, whatever. I mean, I think it's still, uh, while we're sitting here it, just, in limbo, it might be a not a bad thing to just, do. Just to give a quick uh, logic about cursive so that way people understand our stance on it 
Uh, I see no problem teaching my children cursive. Uh, in today's, in 21st century uh, uh, concepts, cursive is learning a different font. Mm -hmm. And that is all that is. Mm -hmm. it, it, Times New Roman, Comic Sans, Arial, my favorite, which is Verdana. These are just different fonts to do the exact same thing. Right. Cursive is a font. But what do I always say is lost when you don't teach a child cursive? How are they going to sign an, a, a document? Right. Uh, it's signature. Mm -hmm. uh, you... you I don't know. It's me. It's an antiquated thought, but at the same time, I do see well, value in it. And if every kid is learning it, then every kid should learn it. Well, right, right. And I mean, again, I don't want to sound old-fashioned with, with all these things. I mean, we've knocked older generations for looking down on the younger generations right. sometimes for like, well, you don't know what this is. you And like, I can't believe this. Like, this is an important thing. But some of those things kind of are important. But the thing is, New things are being learned each each day. New things are being discovered. New technologies exist. So you can't possibly fit in everything that existed up until like 1960. Well, look at how much more has been in, it come up with until and how much history has happened since then. You don't have enough to fit it all in in a school year. There are memes all over social media of, oh, if you uh, lock a, a millennial in a room and only give them a rotary phone and give them the instructions in cursive, oh, they'll be in trouble. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. If I took a, a boomer and stuck them in a uh, room mm -hmm. and told them that they can't get out until they change a wagon wheel and mm -hmm. put this... Uh, and put this saddle on this horse and do, and then put all the information right. in, in Morse code and send right. it to them over semaphore or they're over, gonna go, over well, telegraph. Well, that was a long time right. ago. Why would I need right. to know that? Well, they're, they're, think they're, about that before exactly. you judge the younger generation. Exactly. Every generation has a thing that they don't do anymore because we've outgrown it. I've tried to be more open-minded about that because I don't want to be that person I find it in silly. the future. I just find it silly. Mm -hmm. Because, sure, that's great. Oh, let's teach our children how to use a rotary phone so that way they have well, this skill that they can never use anywhere. I won't I won't get like too harp on yeah, this yeah, much yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But no, the only other thing I'll say though is that again, the the, ki the kids that you're making fun of for not knowing how, what, how to write in cursive and the ha 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 secret language, the kids aren't the ones that chose not to learn how to write in cursive. The people that are making fun of them are the ones that chose not to right, right, allow right, cursive right. to continue. So that's all I'll say about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's all I got yeah, to say, say about, about that. that. I know. As the when the kids were little growing up, um, like I stayed home with them. You went off to work. Yep. And I basically ran our own private little daycare center with our kids. Right. I mean, I'm used to coming up with crafts. I didn't just. Actually, our house was pretty messy. No, I didn't just spend time cleaning all day while the kids grabbed around my ankles and said, play with me, play with me. I stopped to do activities with them. I took them to parks. I took them to story time. I bought craft books. Yeah, when you still had to buy stuff before the internet was real big into all that. And we would make crafts. And we would go on nature hikes and do all those things. So I don't look at this as being so far gone from something a concept that i already like have experienced understand how it works it, it's not as scary as some people are making it out to be well you know 
if you're if you're listening to this episode and this is your first exposure to our podcast, first of all, welcome. Uh, <laughs> second of all, uh, we have a very uh, you know, Pleasantville nineteen uh, fifty style setup true, where true. you know m- mommy stays home and and you know cooks and cleans mm-hmm. and takes care of the kids and uh, that sort of stuff, and then. Uh, I would go off to work and right. I'd come home from, you know, put my hat on the, on the, uh, coat rack and honey, honey I'm, I'm home. home. And you'd greet and me at the I, door you know, with I a always martini. Had heels and, on no, yeah. and a pearl necklace <laughs> and, oh wait. But, but as of, uh, last couple of years, uh, our din- dynamic has changed even more. Correct. And so we're currently living in, uh, Seattle, Washington. We're originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we've been living out here for ish years and, uh, my, I'm a hundred percent work from home for right. the last two years. That is a very different dynamic because now I am home uh, to interact with you on a regular basis and um, you know help out with things when I when I have a chance right. or and there's no like commute. There's no this. You need to know like what should we do for dinner tonight or what are we going to yeah. do here or there or do you want to make mean, plans for this evening? It, I, I'm available right. for that. It's, it's had its challenges, but we've kind of gotten like past all the little hiccups and it's yeah. actually, we've embraced it. It's great Absolutely. now. Like I, I know there would be times where whether it was something that kept you late at work or traffic and I'm trying, it sounds selfish. It sounds um, like definitely a first world problem, but like, I wanted dinner to be on the table within five minutes when you got home. And sometimes something would come up. Best laid plans. Even, yep, even if I like checked in with you, something would still happen after that. Yep. And I would get mad. And I mean, we just, I, it, it's a luxury, but we do have it now. And I do appreciate it. And it really makes up for all the the years where you were working second shift. And oh, yeah, I paid my I dues. mean, there I were times where the kids would still be asleep when mm-hmm. you woke up and they'd be in bed by the time you got home. I mean, I went several years only seeing my children on the weekends. Correct. And yep. I mean, coming home to heat up a plate of food yep. while we all, yep. yeah, you had, you were just eating leftovers. I, I absolutely yeah. was. I absolutely was. And, and our, our, our dynamic now, you know, with being in quarantine with the children, mm-hmm. uh, is actually not too big of a challenge for us. Right. Because the, you know, during the summer, that's what we're experiencing right now. Yeah. Because I work from home. Right. So I go down into my my office, mm-hmm. my my mm-hmm. my dungeon, and then, you know, right around 5 36 o'clock every night, my phone ding. And it's just you saying eat. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 Uh, if you scroll up through our Facebook conversation, there's about mm-hmm. 16 eat, or 17 eat, 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 eat. and right, then it's right. like, look at this I found. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I laugh yeah. back and then eat, 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 eat. Yeah. It's 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 fine. It works. You guys don't bug me while I'm working. Yeah. And then I don't bug you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I come up for I come out of my cave for lunch or yeah. whatever. Kids are doing their thing. Right. It's fine. It, it works it, out it, really it well. So for fun. us, the quarantine has not been painful in the respect of all right. of us being in the house together. Right. Now, I mean, we've already had a few little incidents where. Um, like I had to be the bad guy and you know, it really the younger, well, the older one's more moody. Annie, the 14 year old's more moody. Cassie, the nine year old is more like, I'm going to be a little brat, but, um, you know, I say, do this work. She goes, uh, I yell at her. She cries. She goes to her room for a little bit. She thinks about it. She comes back out. She gets over it. She gets back to business. Yep. I mean... It's a process. Yeah, it is. It's a it, process. It, it, it's it's no different than yep. any other time when 
we're all at home together. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. So we have the kids, they're home, and they're uh, doing whatever curriculum that you are uh, cobbling together based on your own desires and, and, and right. uh, you know, ambitions to teach them certain things. Right. Uh, I don't want to get into a whole indictment of the current school system. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I feel like we're going to tread around. We're going to kind yeah. of like yeah. hover around yeah. this. Um, tell me a little bit about what you are actually going to, or what are you planning on teaching the kids? Okay. What is your current okay. curriculum? Other than the suggested websites where the kids do their math and in, in reading and typing and that kind of thing. What I want to focus on is, um, well, history. I don't think there's frankly enough of it. I'm a history buff. We've mentioned this in other podcasts. You're As a history I, buff. Yes. Um, I, I was trying to come up with some like creative ways to like get their attention and, and they do appreciate history, especially Cassie, the nine year old. She really is into it. Um, but we collect antiques. I, I have quite a collection actually. You do. It's yours too. It's I am it, it's we both do. of ours, we yes. Do. But they're really mine. But <laughs> they are. I mean, let's say I point to I've got I've got a piece of the Berlin Wall. I don't know if did I You're mention welcome. that? Yeah, it was you, a gift it, we, to me. Yeah. yeah, I bought you a piece of the Berlin Wall. Yeah, and uh, the funny thing is... Small, um, small piece, small piece. handheld. <laughs> yes, Authentis, uh, authenticity Authentic. papers. Like, yep. Included. Yeah, yep. Okay. yep, and it came from Germany. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. But yeah. anyway, I mean, that's where it was originally, so... <laughs> but um, no, um, Cassie had been looking at it one day on the shelf, and I said, do you know what that is? And I tried to explain to her a little bit, and I said... You know what? I bet there is like a Who Was book on this. The the Who Was books is a really popular series now. Just about any famous person you can think of, both deceased or currently right. Who living. is or who was? Yes. Yeah. And that's, or what was? See, that's yeah. one of my things. Though I, I want to own one of the books that is a Who Is book, but now they're was. deceased, yeah. and so they can have both of them. But anyway, um. So we did actually go to the bookstore and find a book on the Berlin Wall. So now. It explains it in like kid form. And again, every time I read one of those books with Cassie, I still learn something new. No matter how like um, much I know about a certain topic, I always learn something new. They're really great books. But um, well, look at look at how much fun we had with the Amelia Earhart. Oh, yeah. Stuff. I mean, here's a nine year old who is reading the and it's on her level. Right. The who was Amelia Earhart. Right. And she reads the whole thing. And she just became infatuated with, with the concept of, of how this. how how planes were first introduced and wing walkers and um, how they were introduced into wars and like right. oh my gosh this this woman Amelia Earhart this girl like it, like that was that was a man's like domain and like she, I mean it was it breaking was, down the barriers yeah, yeah. And she so she loved it so much that she wanted to be Amelia Earhart for Halloween a couple which years ago she was, which she was and yeah. looked really cute I know that super was good. cute yeah. Yeah, but um, so yeah, after reading this book now, now it's really cool because every time Cassie looks at that little piece of the wall, she she has she doesn't just go, oh yeah, that's cool. It was from another country. She knows why it's there, how it was torn down, all about it, and she looks at it and she appreciates it like for in a totally different way. As like again, lots of stuff like. You brought me back a replica of a cup from Alcatraz. Oh, a tin cup from yeah. Alcatraz. Uh, San Francisco it, yes. business trip. I'd like yeah. to have a real one, but the, the replica is good enough for it's right pretty now. pretty cool. No, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But the thing is, I could 
you know, say, hey, we'll talk about Alcatraz and what that is today. Is there um, a who what, or what was book? Oh, I'm sure there is. I didn't we'll actually check, but yeah. right. Um, and we've got quite a few that we haven't gone through yet that we have collected over the mm-hmm. last couple months. So mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely bring those out as our history slash geography lessons. This house is a sort of a it, it, you get the same value little, coming to our home as a little museum, museum. yeah and and having us as docents yeah. uh giving them uh, a an education about each piece now right. I, I am a big fan of did you know type mm-hmm. of facts right you are so much in so fact much. <laughs> that my oldest Kara, thank you has put me in check and saying hey dad you're uh repeating some of your stories here which is good right because it means she listened and I'm getting confirmation that she knows true. this information. This is true. So it's bittersweet for me because I still want to teach the younger kids. Right. I don't know who I've told what. That's what. That's the problem with having four kids. Yeah. You don't know who you taught yeah. what. Yeah. You don't keep track. And they're so spread out that yeah. it's like crazy. But but yeah, I mean, it's just that, like I said, I can point to so many different things. And there can be an entire history lesson just by looking at one thing. And then I'll know from then on when the kids look at that shelf, they'll go, wow, there's a lot more to it than the fact that that's just like a like a glass, you know, cup or something like that. Right, right, right. right, right. Which, speaking of glass cups, no, I, I collect depression glass too. And um, speaking of the depression, oh. Yeah, no, right? I know, Who I know, knows? No, might, I know. There, there are, there, go ahead. No, I was going to say though, like um, it, with Tied into the American Girl books, that's another series of books that Cassie really enjoys and our older girls have enjoyed as well. Um, uh, one of the characters, Kit Kitridge, she's from Cincinnati, Ohio, actually. And, um, it's, she's, her stories take place during the Great Depression. And, um, Cassie, she's got to finish one more book still. And the series, that specific, like, the first, like, six ones that were, like, an old series, Mm -hmm. they, um, have been out of print. So I've been collecting them slowly over the years. Like, well, no, over the years, over the last few months, actually. (laughs) Um, I have some of them. We had a couple I have some of them from years ago. But, yeah, I'm trying to finish up the set. Um, so, but yeah, she's basically gotten through all of them and she really, I, reading the books with her, I, she has empathy for these characters. Um, she really feels for them. She sees the struggles and it's nothing, nothing like she's experienced in her lifetime. (laughs) Except for right now. (laughs) No, but it's funny because she does, um, she, she sees how they would like take their leftovers and make them stretch into another meal, just like we do. And she sees them, like, you know, you know, like, it's not important, like, to have, like, this, that, and the other thing. Like, we can make do with what we have. We can make do. And she still, even though our times are a little strange and you can look at them, like, and say, like, these are, like, your great-great-grandparents' time, mm-hmm. it's still nowhere near what the struggles were for them. But she does still get a taste of it. And... Yeah, I mean, yeah, there there are a lot of parallelisms between what is hap- what would happen in the nineteen twenties, and what happened is what is happening right now. Right, you know, all these people with Gatsby parties and all of yeah. that, and you know, is that really what you wanted? Right, right. <laughs> and there's some memes out there. I, I know that that focus on that. We are um, uh, huge fans of uh, you know what I call. The Jeopardy education. Sure. So Jack of all trades, Renaissance folks, you know, we are masters of none, but students of everything. 
I love the idea. Like we we DVR and watch Jeopardy. Like we have our right. older kids come over and we all watch. We binge them like five yeah. or six episodes right. all at and a we're time. We're really behind now because well, we've had things come up. Yeah, and we it's couldn't. Yeah. been a little yeah. right. But I put a lot of value in being able to answer questions about everything. Have a wide right. variety, many varied and unusual pieces of knowledge. Right. Because you never know where that will add value to a conversation or to knowledge, you know, being able to produce thoughts with all the education that you've made, right? you know, as, especially as an adult, if you're not exposed to certain things and you don't know about them, that knowledge just dies over time. So right. I'm doing, we are doing our part we are to doing make our sure part that for our, the war effort. for the war no, effort. No, wow. that's funny because, okay, it's not funny, I guess, but with, rationing did i like cut you off no no go ahead with everybody's talking about rationing like food and and toilet paper and other like you know sundries okay so um our kids have already kind of gotten a taste of what that means too again thank you american girl books the molly books world war ii and rationing and the the little stamps that you would get like to Mm mm-hmm you know, you can only have this many, you know, meat products and this many dairy and this. And to the point where they were not going to have enough sugar rations to bake a birthday cake for their daughter. And that makes an interesting point. Do you think we'll get to that point again? Well, I don't know. Or we'll have grocery store stamps where you can get one right. fish, I one pork, know. one well, potato. I one... don't know. But again... I mean, if we do, at least our kids will understand where it's it's coming from. No, I mean, it, yeah. No, knowing the history of right. what other people have had to endure. Right. There are some folks, and I'm not I'm not placing any I'm not making any judgment, but there are some folks out out right now that I'm seeing on social media who truly cannot comprehend the impact, the severity of this, and they just want to put their head in the sand and keep sure you know literally go put their head in sure. this beach sand with well, thousands yeah. of other people yeah, yeah, because yeah. they just don't want to believe that this is possible because they never lived through it we are very uh i almost want to say as a society arrogant and mm-hmm. complacent about but because we don't understand we so that much history super- well, repeats itself right. and there's a possibility that we could be uh, having to go through what could be considered this generation's great tragedy. Well, right, right. And I mean, we are, yeah, you're used to going to the store and there's super, superfluous amounts of everything. Like, you, you're not just like, oh, okay, they're out of apples. No, there's like 16 different varieties you can choose from. And that's what we're used to now. We're used to, there's hardly any seasonal things at this point. You can have watermelon in December if you want it. Yeah. Like, and, and so, I mean, by again showing the kids history and how things work um we do actually like it is actually a common phrase around this house like when we're telling the kids to use some, something up don't waste something do your part for the war effort because it's mentioned for the in war these effort. Book, for yep. the war effort yep. and so they hear that though and they do know what we're talking about they do know that waste is bad and i mean we've been i've been trying to enforce it even with like toilet paper nowadays i mean you know how many times i walk into the girl's bathroom and there's a roll of toilet paper not on the roll like on the floor unrolled some of it's wet from when they got out of the shower and it's just still laying there 
They'll go to the bathroom. They'll pick it up off the floor, take toilet paper off, and then lay it back on the floor. They take it for granted. They take it for granted. Yes. And I mean, I I had to make a specific point. I was this was after people were already hoarding toilet paper. There was a big long mm-hmm. piece on the floor, but that was wet. And I, I I had this big long rant to them. And so I, so just just so everyone's clear on our stance on this, we did not hoard no uh, we did toilet not. paper. We just bought a little bit more than what we usually do, which is fine. Like we had. This is before all of the, like, craziness went, like, crazy, crazy, crazy. And I had grocery shopped the Monday before everything went Usually weekly Monday Monday. shopping, And things were starting to get, we were, like, wondering, like, are they going to start closing down stuff? So you you had told me when you go grocery shopping this week, maybe just get a little extra. And so I did. I specifically said non-perishable extras. Yeah. Yes. And so I had, like, I had bought, you know, a few extra, like, canned goods. Yeah, shelf-stable stuff. But uh, toilet paper, we were, we only had, like, two rolls left anyway. So Mm -hmm. I was going to be buying toilet paper. And I bought a 12-pack of, like, you know, the mega rolls. Yeah. And then um, when we went to the store, like, later on in the week when we were trying to stock up. Yeah. You were, like... We should probably get more. And I was like, I don't know. It wasn't until the next day, that Friday, that I went into the store with my reward points. Oh, yeah. Safeway sends you stuff in their app. Reward points. You can, like, save up points and then you can, like, pick from different grocery items. And so one of them was a 12-pack of Mega Pack of the store brand toilet paper. So I actually got my 12-pack of Mega Rolls for free. Yeah, and the (laughs) store at the time had had ample uh, amount. Yeah, They did have limits on things. If you walked around the store, there were little signs up here and there that would say, you're only allowed to have five of these, three of these, which is smart. I, I mean, I think that's fair. I've seen that even with big sales. Sometimes they put limits on it, and that's fair. I have no problem with that. We basically right now have enough supplies of every shape and form where we could live our normal routine comfortably for two weeks. Two more weeks. Yeah. Yes. And then we could get creative, a little bit more creative for three, Mm -hmm. and we wouldn't starve for four, we wouldn't starve for five or six. We've got enough rice and grains and stuff that even if you were like, ah, I'm having a bowl, a bowl of porridge again. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we've got enough. We could probably get six we, weeks. We, living in the Midwest, uh, earlier on in our marriage, mm-hmm. we had a uh, a snowpocalypse. A bad snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. a snow-nami. Yes. Uh, it, it hit, and we were basically locked in our house for a week. And so what we ended up doing was, as a challenge to mm-hmm. ourselves, because, I mean, the grocery store was just up. We could have made it if we had if to. If we had to even right. walk. But we said, you but know yeah. what, let's challenge ourselves. We did. We were fans of history, and, we're, and we, we, mm-hmm. we love to cook. We love right. to bake. Right. Let's challenge ourselves to see how long we can go. So we kind of did a dry run of this years ago. We did. And our skills and, and knowledge have grown vastly since oh, then. Oh, my gosh, yes. So, I mean, we we picked up flour, sugar, eggs. I, uh, I picked you know. up two strips of yeast, so like three, yeah. like six packages of yeast. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I do like to make bread from time to time. We oh, make absolutely. like a fresh bread with dinner sometimes. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I have some store-bought bread in the bread box, like like a half a loaf left. Mm-hmm. I've got a loaf frozen in the freezer, which I always almost always keep a loaf frozen in the freezer. Yeah. All year round. And it, it comes out just fine. Yep. Um, and then I bought 
um, an extra thing of bread flour. I've bought an an extra regular flour. I I have I have already like some whole wheat flour in there. I've got. We got cornmeal. We bought we, polenta. Right. Uh, we've got rice. Right. Oh, can you make so bread out of rice? No, but I mean, I, no. Mm, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. But yes, we yes. we have options. We do that. Are, these are things that if all of a sudden they lifted the uh, you know the quarantine tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it would just mean that the next couple of weeks where the groceries would just be low. Yeah. We would still... We would be buying, get... like, perishable things. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, a lot of... Like, I've got a lot of fruit left that's still good. A lot of our ve- fresh veggies have gotten eaten up, but I do have some frozen stuff. So, it, again, I'm going to put together a meal tonight, and if I was able to just... Or, I mean, I could go up to the store right now. I'm not going to. I'm going to, you know, like... We- respect the quarantine because exactly. i don't have to right but i mean part of the solution not part of the problem right yeah. but i mean i would maybe want to put a couple extra ingredients in some of the meals i'm making tonight or some of the um components but it's we can make do without it you fine. know what we screwed up on what carrots oh we yeah. should have bought more carrots we should have. it's amazing the stupid things you don't think right. about the time right and peppers green and red peppers oh yeah a couple of those would have been nice but it's okay it really is and, um, I mean, I don't know. It, this is a time where you feel like planting, like, a victory garden, you know? Oh, yeah, victory garden is... Well, uh, that also was, yeah... American Girl. We learned that from American World Girl, Girl stuff. Girl. Yeah, we have um, the American Girl cookbook where we... It's got mm-hmm. victory garden soup. It's actually one of yep. our oldest daughter's favorite recipes. Um, she would ask for it for her birthday, though, because Courtney didn't like it. And so she liked... Kara really, really liked it. But then she also knew that Courtney didn't. So she would ask for that for her birthday for a few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, um, you know, I, I'm very worried about, uh, and you and I have had numerous discussions about mm-hmm. what is necessary for us to break quarantine. Right. Because as we have gone throughout these last couple uh, days in the last week or two, uh, we've noticed that there are numerous people who are not. Correct. Uh, it, it, you know. Doing what they're supposed to do, keeping right. themselves safe. They're right. going out. They're mm-hmm. they're bulking at the idea of quarantine. Mm-hmm. And we, you and I, and our family are not going to be no. part of that problem. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a good segue into uh, the core discussion of are we worried? Okay. Um, I... I... I don't say I waffle back and forth. Um, I I'm not in like panic mode. I've never been in panic mode. There was maybe like a 15 minute window where I was starting to panic. And then I was like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, let me just be logical and think things out. Um, but I, so I'm not super paranoid, but I also am not so naive to think that like, what happens if all of a sudden there are no workers for shipments. Food's not being, um, you know, transferred to different parts of the country. Distribution um, is a big piece yeah, of this. Yeah, what happens if certain things just, yeah, aren't produced at all? And, um, I mean, it's something to think about. It's it's not a bad idea to be prepared. I mean... It's also not a bad idea to take preventative measures right. and to err on the side of caution. Right. Because at the end of all of this, and I've seen numerous people post this on social media, and I'm, I'm, I think this is a perfect way to describe how I feel, is that at the end of all of this, if I didn't 
do the quarantine mm-hmm. and things go bad, mm-hmm. I'm part of the problem. Right. But if things go fine, mm-hmm. even though I quarantined, maybe we did overreact. Maybe we But did. the nice thing about it is it was better to be safe than sorry. Right. It's a basic exactly. concept. I know I've used this like analogy to you. Like I always wear my seatbelt in the car. I always make sure the kids wear their seatbelts in the car. And um, if we were to wear our seatbelts 50% of the time, it would be better than not wearing them at all. But but, but wearing them 100% of the time is the safest way to go. Absolutely. I mean. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. With, with, with quarantine is what I mean. You know, if, if you quarantine 50% of the time, it's better than not doing it at all. But if you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to go out with friends tonight. I think I'm going to go pick up something at the store. I have stuff at home, but I want this. And you don't have to. Then it would be better if you didn't. It would just like it would be better if you always wear your seatbelt. Being in Seattle. Uh, kind of, you know, ground zero, mm-hmm. if you, mm-hmm. depending on who you listen to. Right, there's right. been a lot of people, uh, a lot of cases, and actually it's getting worse in New York now than it is in Washington. Um, it, do you believe that you are likely to catch this? Well, I mean, it's been in my mind. I mean, I've been told that a lot of people um, recover just fine, and I do have that. I mean, I think about the flu every year. Um, I don't get a flu shot. Um, I, none of us do. Right. We've, none of us, all six of us, out of all six of us, none of us has ever had the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, knock on wood. I say knock on wood each year. If anyone asks me about flu vaccines, I tell them, you know, my stance, but, um, but we are not anti-vaxxers. No, we're not. Our kids have been vaccinated mm-hmm. for no, almost, everything. almost everything. And, and the, but the reason we don't get the flu vaccine is because we, do not get it. Like we're we. I'm not saying it sounds. It sounds almost arrogant. No, but I, I don't. I, I I do realize that we could get the flu. Mm-hmm. Some one of us or all of us could get it one year. Um, but I mean, it's not necessarily going to be a strain that would been um represented in the vaccine anyway. That, that's absolutely so, true. So um yeah, but uh with this I. While I'm cautious about the flu season each year, and I'm really diligent about trying to make sure the kids wash their hands and not touch their eyes, and and I am as well. Preventative measures, right? Diligence. I, I don't I don't freak out, but I do I do think about it from time mm-hmm. to time and mm-hmm. go hmm. And I know like once spring rolls around each year, I go well, we made it through another flu season. <laughs> I literally think that. I've so, heard you so say it every year. I'm not. Yeah freaked out but i am open to the fact that it could happen now i will say that if i worked in a uh an environment where there were a lot of immunocompromised folks people who had health problems right. i would feel a level of obligation to get it yeah if well, i had if yeah. i had family members who uh i interacted with all of the time like like all of the time mm-hmm. they lived in my house with mm-hmm. me i would consider getting it for okay. their health. You do you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm just saying for their yeah. health. Yeah. It's same thing with the, you know, I might not have the coronavirus and again, I might have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not worried about catching it because of my quarantine level, which has been going on. I've been self-quarantined. <laughs> when you work from home and you don't go out much, yeah. I, I've already been kind of self-quarantined. Right. So if I catch it, I'm catching it from you or the kids. Right. Uh, and, and well, I mean, you have been out at some point, though. Oh, sure, I mean, but the but, likelihood. Yeah. It's back to your seatbelt thing. You know? You're right. It's, you're right. You're right. But I'm not worried. And if I do catch it, I feel like I will be um, 
uh, well suited in my current form to be able well, to like I'm healthy enough. Right, and have you been taking your quinine? Oh, the quinine. So let's talk about that. Quinine is something that, uh, well, if you ever had tonic water, it's the main ingredient. It's what gives tonic water. That it's tonic. unique zingy taste. Right. Yeah. So quinine is um, was used uh, back in the late 1800s mm-hmm. uh, and early 1900s, I imagine, for a while uh, as a malaria deterrent. It was. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much of it is. I don't want to say an old wives' tale. How great it was. It was better than nothing, perhaps. Absolutely. But, I mean, think about how many options they had back then just in general. I mean, like, morphine, quinine, like, cocaine. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right? Right? Everything had alcohol in it, too. Right, right. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, you would, you would said, oh, they, they say that quinine, um, you know, might I had read it somewhere, who knows if it like, does. We like gin and tonics anyway, yeah. so why the heck not, you right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we had actually seen them talking about quinine, though, in another TV show that uh, we So watched. we, as a family who loves history, we are, uh, plowing through the nine plus seasons of Little House on the right, Prairie with right. our children again, which we started... A while back, it had nothing to do. It just happened to coincide, right? So much, in fact, that right. The one episode called Plague, um, ha- season one, season yeah. one. It, um, I mean, we're just watching. Yeah, we watch a couple a week, depending on like what else is going on. And right in the midst of all of this Corona stuff, um, episode Plague comes up, mm-hmm. and uh, so the kids. They could, I guess, a little bit re- relate to... Or at least understand. understand. Yeah. It does show, I mean, deep down, um, they might have had ice to bring down a fever. Not any, like, heavy-duty, um, yeah. you know, medicines. And uh, maybe some quinine here and there. Um, but deep down, like, the the way that they were preventing the spread, they were hoping to prevent the spread, especially if they didn't know where it was coming from and what exactly it was at first, was quarantine. Right. It was quarantine. Everybody, they, they canceled house. school, they canceled church, stay in your homes. If you were like around certain people that had that come down with symptoms, then you were, you know, away from the people, your family. You and- know, it's interesting. The only way that these people were getting anything was through deliveries from the grocery store. The true. doctor was and going door to door. And they would leave them outside door. their yeah, um, yeah. front door. And yeah, that good old Doc thing. Baker. I mean, he figured it out. You know, right. it's, it, they didn't know the source originally. There's a lot of parallelisms. And our children consumed that episode and as a result have learned. It, right. It's, it's not the exact same thing. Um, these people, you know, in, in, the pioneer days, they were, I mean, they were scared and they should have been scared and they didn't know if they were going to survive. It wasn't like, well, if I get this, I'll probably live. It was like, if I get this, I'm probably going to die. I mean, but our kids still, again, can get a little taste of what these people were going through and just to know that it was that much worse. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Do you think they actually had castile soap back in the little house days because i know you just bought a big bottle yeah yeah it's, it's back a, from like the 1850s or yeah, something. yeah it's like i think it's like 1858 um it says on the bottle anyway but yeah i mean we had gotten this soap before i <laughs> the first time i bought it it was kind of a nostalgia thing i was like wow this has been around for like a really long time. Like, what's up with this? You can use it to wash your floors. You can use it to wash your hair. You can use it to wash like fruits and vegetables, which I don't do. Um, you can use it. I mean, it's I, you're consuming a piece of history essentially. You are. Yeah. You are, and it's a. It's got the original's got like a kind of a minty smell to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. I I bought a big bottle of it. Um. Right. 
during this quarantine and because it, it's so concentrated you dilute it like a lot of the things i think you dilute like 10 times like okay mm -hmm. so i was like well shoot the next time i need to like fill like my um hand soap dispenser i will have one of the kids um you know look at the uh directions right. and find out hey um, it's math you're teaching math. fractions fractions well, yes hell i mean when we do our cooking exactly yeah i know i had already thought about this too well uh, annie our 14 year old is already uh really big into cooking i mm -hmm. mean she's even had been in cooking competitions she and has, stuff has yes. her own little chef hat and jacket and, right although they probably don't fitter at this point they do they know. were a little big on her yeah but the nice thing about it is it's like practical application exactly of learned knowledge in the real world right like you know how many right. teaspoons is it how many times do i come out to the kids and go uh this is uh how many ounces and wait oh wait is this a liter a pint uh, well, two cups right a I, gallon what i do it too quiz them right i do it too and it, it's funny because before we, um, like, I had been planning this podcast for several days now. I had yes. been writing everything down. Talking and about it it's funny, like, I almost wish that we had done, recorded it, like, a few days ago and just released it early. Because some of the stuff that I came up with for the podcast, before, like, the, the, before the teacher came back at us and said, hey... Do this with the kids. Or other people were making a list of things. Cook with the kids and use that to teach them math. Fractions. Yes. I was like, yes. oh my gosh. I literally wrote that I was going to teach the kids fractions by cooking. Like, have a recipe. Um, because, I mean, even me now, like, with... I have recipes. I double recipes, depending on what crowd we have with us. And sometimes there's, like, those funny numbers. I mean, it's easy to go a half of a cup is a half a cup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, but, right. I mean, when it's like a... What's, like, a third of three-fourths of a cup? So, there's those kind of like lessons to be taught with the kids and they're going to groan and everything. I had another one. We, the kids like to have these shakes every morning. Okay. Which we are, we shakes, are yeah. running low on the frozen bananas. I think I actually used the last two this morning, but they can, they can. Is this Libby sharing a recipe? Sure. I love this. Sure. So this is so easy. So you take per, per, per serving, it's a cup of almond milk. And again, we use unsweetened whatever, but I mean, you could use, you milk. could use, you could, but you the could. whole point is that it's like, a health plant. kick. Yeah. yeah. So a cup of almond milk, uh, one frozen banana, and um, a teaspoon of cocoa powder, and two tablespoons of powdered peanut butter. Which I didn't even know existed until you powdered introduced Powdered peanut it butter is great. I know. It is. It's wonderful. Right. And you just blend that is all up. Is it expensive? Um, it can be. I mean, okay. it, 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 you, it goes on sale. You can get it at Costco. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it does last a while depending. I mean, because you don't like use, like gobs of it and so you can just it. add water and make peanut butter you i've i've done it before i've done it like packing lunches in the past i'm like oh shoot we're out of peanut butter and you can yeah add water to it and mix it up i mean it's not the exact same consistency but it works it's peanut butter so i did buy an extra like i've got two jars of that that i bought for the quarantine because i thought when push comes to shove we can you can do all kinds of stuff with it Absolutely. you can add it to pancake batter and make like Ooh, yeah i mean you can do all kinds of stuff idea. with it but i was gonna say like to the kids okay so here is a you know 32 ounce container of um almond milk so like is that the right like how much i think they're 32 ounces it doesn't matter ounces, yeah. yeah like okay how many like Servings. how many shakes could you make using this entire bottle and that, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So like there's all, yeah, there's all 
but it's but, it, but it's it's practical knowledge. It is. See, it those is. are things that'll help them in their lives. You know, I mean, we we always joke, especially I have been since Annie's been learning about polynomials and stuff. I'm like Annie, you know, it's good that you learn this, and there are certain jobs that this is important. But in my adult life, I have never once said. Here's an adult problem that I have to deal with at work. <gasps> a polynomial equation would work perfectly mm-hmm. to solve this. I've never, mm-hmm. I've never done that. <laughs> then again, but but keep in mind though that certain jobs, yeah. somebody's listening to this going, well, I do it all the time. Yeah. Like, okay, that's good yeah. for you, but it's not as it's not general knowledge. Yeah. So things like how do you have a recipe or how do you uh, double uh, something or how do you figure out how many servings you're going to get out of this? That's basic stuff. Right. That, you know, learning how to tell time and read a clock and stuff like that. I mean, right. it, it's, those are practical right. Right. And, skills. Right. And like, like, like the teacher even said, okay, to reinforce things that they learned, like they have learned all of the, like fractions and telling time in school. But some of those things, if you don't use them on a regular basis don't they, they kind of lose it yep. yep so it is a great time to like reinforce all of those kinds of things so what are the kids what else let's get back into like okay, what the yeah. kids are doing what what else do you got going on okay, for the kids so i mean i've been like i don't know if i mentioned i've been putting on some books on hold at the library because um that way i don't have to interact with other people well the libraries are closed anyway but um i can get all of this just sent to me Via the interwebs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get it on yeah. a tablet, you know, audiobooks, exactly. digital books. Exactly. So I'm putting on a couple, you know, things that I loved as a kid. Things that there might be a movie of. So Oh, we are big on that. We've been doing on, that for months. We've been doing that yeah. for years. Like, years, seriously. yeah. Yeah, compare and contrast. I mean, and again, Cassie, I really love She gets so excited over it. When she finishes a book... And we watch the movie. She just loves... Well, we watched the Ramona TV series just recently. Um, the one that was done in the 80s, a Canadian TV series. Late 80s, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, the comparing and contrast. She's like, well, that didn't happen. Like, this episode has two things that happened. But one of those things happened in one book. And one of those happened right. in another. Those didn't happen on the same day. We and didn't da, 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 da. let her watch an episode that she hadn't read that book yet. Right. So we have now gone through. There's 10 right. episodes. And, and FYI... That it just type in Ramona episodes into YouTube's into the YouTube. I just love them as yeah. Yeah, I it, just love them as a kid. I just have the fondest memories. Yes. I, I love the fact that my children are experiencing one a, a form of literature and then the interpretation of it through other media. Right. It really gives them a a, a breadth of of knowledge right. of, of how things are interpreted. It's. There's a lot going on there. Well, it's such, a, and it's so fun for us because we're it is, it reliving is. some of our childhood. Well, I love stuff. it, right? I like I read with Cassie every morning before school, and mm-hmm. like we try to do like a half hour, and it's it's great because I try to again bring out books that I read as a kid that I would love to like experience again, but now I get to experience it through somebody else, mm-hmm. and um, also the reason why I read um, as well as let her read. Um, on her own is because some of these older books, I mean, they're not that old, but like some of the verbiage is a little old fashioned and the story is still a valuable story. But for a kid um, born in the 2000s, there uh, some lots of times Cassie will stop me and go, what's that? And I'll be like, yeah, that's a way to describe this. It's, it's just an expression people used to use. And it's introducing her to lost vocabulary. Right, and, right. And I'm a big word guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, you, and, you more so than me. Absolutely. I am, but not 
Yeah, like I recognize when somebody uses a term that is not part of our common uh, language yeah. anymore, and they bring back uh, very specifically Stuart Little. Oh right. When you and I. Oh uh, yeah. Well, uh, okay. So every once in a while, I guest star in in, in yes. the reading, yes. in the book yes. reading. <laughs> I come down and I do my own little thing, and Cassie's always like, "You didn't do that voice right," and stuff. <laughs> but I noticed when I was reading part of, I read a chapter or two of Stuart Little to us, the whole family. Yes. Kind of listens. Yes. I, I was amazed at how different the language was that was used. And I could tell, I was like, man, our kids are going to be smarter just for having heard these words. Exactly. And, and that's the way I feel. And, and and now that, like, Annie's home with us every morning, um, I've been, quote unquote, forcing Annie to listen to a book, too. Right. And, I mean, why not? Right. I, I well, mean, we've always read to our children. And we've always encouraged them to read on their own. Mm-hmm. And Right. So uh, Cassie's still doing her, yeah. her like school like has like a little like a 20 minute like at least 20 minutes every day you should be reading so we have been enforcing that as well but it is important to also read to your kids even when they get to the age that they can read chapter books um again certain words i mean you you read books as a kid and you would like read something and you'd understand the entire story and then it wasn't until you were like 25 and you saw that word again you went oh my gosh that's how you pronounce that i've been looking (laughs) it's happened yeah it has happened to us but keep in mind too that this is not stuff that we started as a result of the schools closed in the quarantine right these are things we've always done we've always found right. value right. in supplementing our children's education right right and when they ask questions it's not oh go look it up exactly yeah no i if i, I know the sure. answer i will tell them also if i don't know the answer Mm-hmm. We go look it up together. Exactly. Let's both learn something exactly. new. Exactly. Together. Well, well, I right. mean, hey, the kids that, can teach us. That's one go of the ahead. things. I know. That's another thing, too. I was like, well, wouldn't it be cool if one day the, the kids are tired of me lecturing them all the time and you lecturing them all the time. How about for once you try to teach dad and I something that you don't think that we know mm-hmm. and see if they can do it. I mean, I'm sure that there's I'm sure that there's plenty of stuff out there. And there's something else that I came up with that, again, we had talked about days ago, didn't record our podcast until today, and I'm seeing it all over the internet now. I guess, like, great minds think alike, but um, I had wanted, I told the kids I was going to assign them each a song, like a famous song in history, and like a rock song, and have them write a parody for it in regard to the quarantine that we were in. So the kids love Weird Al. And they actually, I think they almost know some of the Weird Al lyrics better to songs better than the real one. Or didn't know that there was right. an actual Right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait, what is this? It's I like, I know that I'm, song. I'm not but... a huge Weird Al fan. No, I know But I do like the, the, the eBay one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I've always prided myself in being able to come up with wrong lyrics to songs. Mm-hmm. You just sing them all the time. It's funny stuff. But this is fun because it's something that, Number one, the kids appreciate the music. Our mm-hmm. kids are all big right, music right, buffs. Right. And number two, it's creative writing at its greatest. It is. It and really is. That's what I said, too, to the yeah. kids. I said, you know what? I said, then I will correct your spelling mistakes. I will correct your grammar. I'll make sure things have the right beats. The stanchion. And right, the, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, then we can also record them um, or at least even have printed off copies of the songs to keep for future like generations to enjoy about the right. the you know quarantine of 2020. 
Um, but yeah, and I mean, it's just funny though because I've seen all kinds of parodies of songs all over the internet about the quarantine, and I'm just glad that they're not the ones that I assigned to the kids. You know what I'm <laughs> glad about? Don't want them to be able to plagiarize and cheat. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cliff's notes. Uh, I'm I'm very happy to see that so many people like you keep saying, "Oh, that was my idea." Yeah, but, I know. But that's a good thing because it, it means that there's hope that 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 that. Normal human beings are yes. thinking this way. Yes. It's, it gives me hope for humanity yeah. to know that, yes, good. I think it's a good idea. And you came up with it on your own. I did. And it's a good idea. And so did this person right, and this person. Right, right, So it, there's a lot of good coming from this. Right, there is. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of the stuff, though, like with, with the learning, um, it's easier to... Um, homeschool a third grader i mean i don't know if i say easier but um there's a lot of concepts that a third grader doesn't know yet that a 14 year old does that there's a lot of fine um you know toothing that on, on like a younger kid once they get to high school age and they're taking algebra they might be taking calculus um it gets more in depth and even as if an adult as we've taken a lot of these classes um you you take them you cram for the test, you pass the test, and then you forget a lot of it. So it's a lot more difficult to aid a... Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Well, teach a 14? What are you going to teach a 14-year-old? Okay, well, okay. I mean, like, she could try to solve a cold case. Like, you could go and go so anywhere online, pull up a cold case, and read and research all about it, and then try to think, is there something there that, like... That the cops might be missing. So, <laughs> that so I could. So what you're saying is a- analytical uh, skills, sure. a- being able sure. to okay, write down all the things that you do know, write down the things you don't know, right? Use science, scientific method, and analytics to infer certain things mm-hmm. and to deduce certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are higher level mind skills, right? That, right. that you need to learn when you're that age. I mean. Uh- there's plenty of that around. Well, I know. And I'm like, okay, so like, what else do you teach like a high school kid? Like, I, I mean, know. health class, like sex ed, like, and I mean, uh, she probably knows a lot about that already, but I, I mean, I was thinking like, maybe we could just like show them like video, the- video, the videos of them <laughs> being born. <laughs> well, we do have video of at least two of them being born. Yeah. And yeah. like, okay. And this is what not to do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there, there is value. There, there's, Teachable moments. Teachable moments is like, something I say all the time. Like like the parables. Oh, the par. Okay, so uh, early this week, uh, when when folks were saying, "I'm not going to go to the store. I'm not going to get supplies. I'm mm-hmm. just going to ride it out. I'm not going to. I'm going to be." Uh, I immediately thought of Aesop's fable, the ant and the grasshopper, mm-hmm. and so I thought, you know, I wonder if our kids even like it didn't even occur to me. That the children might not know this story. Right. You brought it up to their attention and they were like, no, huh? I don't know that story. And I went, teachable moment yeah, time. Yeah. And we actually went out and found on YouTube a very nice uh, animated graphic version of the story. Mm-hmm. And the kids soaked it, it up. It was fun. It brought back good memories because I always liked the parables. Yeah. And yeah. And as we talked to Annie, fables. there were fables. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, par- yeah par- okay. It's close oh, that's enough. True. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Parables yeah. is like a Bible thing, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's okay. again the same yeah, thing. Aesop's fables. Yes. Aesop's fables. Right. Yeah, but Annie did. She was familiar with a few. She was like, "Oh yeah, I've heard of that before, and I've mm-hmm. heard of that before." But Cassie had no clue. And it's like I know in the first, second, third grade that we would learn about yeah 
Aesop's Fables. Right. So, well, and, and so something that a uh, a friend of mine on social media and, and you know real life uh, mentioned, like, oh, I'm going to start every day off with an episode of Carl Sagan's Cosmos. Oh yeah. And I'm like, what a great idea! Yeah. And then I started thinking about all of the educational. Uh, TV shows that I used to watch, 321 Contact, Square One TV, uh-huh. Mr. Wizard, uh-huh. uh, and then other people Still were suggesting, yeah, well, people were suggesting ones that I didn't know about. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know about that one. It's back. I mean, you could tell from the animation style, it's from the late 70s, early right, 80s. Right, right. I learned about, sh- I'm excited to share these things. Mm-hmm. And so we just told our kids that if they do well with their stuff, their curriculum, right. quote unquote right. curriculum, right. throughout the week, we'll do like, Film Friday, right. where we just learn from uh, a media that they accept as exactly. truth, which is online, right. and TV, and movies. I think it's great. And I mean, again, I I don't want to sound old fashioned, and I realize I, I give the teachers like not to their face at home. I give them a hard time sometimes. I was like, do, do they ever actually teach, or is everything here just watch this video? And I mean, I don't know how I feel about it one way or another. Well, but I mean, I think for us for Fridays, I think that's a great idea. And it'll keep some sanity in the house. I mean, we're going to inevitably have some Minecraft and some Roblox. And that's fine. And those are still educational. Somewhat. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It can be if done well. Right. 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 But I mean, there's, there's, I mean, innumerable um, resources out there for teaching teachable moments yes. so yeah yes absolutely um you know one thing that we didn't touch on and i think this is a good segue into our recordings is uh the the, the children's understanding and attitude uh knowledge of the severity or the potential outcome of this uh virus this uh the way it's messing with societal norms mm-hmm. uh, w- what do the kids think about all of this right and so that's where we decided to do this each of us on our own yes uh you ask questions i ask questions Mm -hmm. and then we'll just get our children's uh uh, opinions and thoughts on it right and so that's what we're going to do now is we're going to switch over we'll do uh libby's first Mm -hmm. because that's what was recorded first and then waited a little while and then i did mine yeah um and so we'll we'll play yours uh-huh. and then we'll switch over and that's, we'll play that's good yeah yeah and again these were they were unprompted we they when we said we were gonna ask them some questions about like the quarantine and coronavirus they were kind of like oh like oh you're gonna record us oh, okay all right i don't know if i'm gonna sound good and so they really didn't know what we were gonna ask right but, yeah right but we originally recorded it for uh, we were thinking that we would just do it for posterity, just right. to have it for ourselves. Well, right. We are actually keeping our own. We have um, our own audio, audio diary. diary that we've been keeping pretty much every single daily day since this since, started. Yeah. Yeah. Just 10, 15 minutes of mm-hmm. what's changed. Right. From the, the last 24 hours that we right. recorded. And it, it, um, it is a best practice. I mean, anybody can do this. Just put your phone in the middle of the two of you and talk. Or if right. you're by yourself, or if you have 12 people stuck well, in the house I, together. I think it'll be cool to look back on, or it'll be cool for our grandkids or great-grandkids to look back on. Right. Just like I, I mean, I had been talking to my mom and said, you know, wouldn't you love to be able to hear um, like a daily diary of like your grandparents during the Great Depression? Yep. Um, and and just see like what were their thoughts? What were their fears? 
Um, How did just, they change over time from the yeah, beginning to yeah, the end? Exactly. Because you can already hear a different tone in us. Yeah. From like, the yeah, day how one was the to morale, day five, like, six. Over yeah. the course of yep. yeah, however long. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're just doing our part. Yeah. For the war effort. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and enjoy uh, the next, you know, 15, 20 minutes, whatever, of the kids talking, and then we'll come back. Yeah. I'm here with my kids, and we've got, again, a good opportunity to ask them a little bit about how they feel um, during this crazy coronavirus thing that's going on right now. So... I, we've, uh, what's your name? My name is Cassie. And? Annie. Okay, so Cassie is nine years old. Annie is 14 years old. So we've got a third grader and a freshman here. Um, so I'm going to ask you each individually, like, I don't know, we can start with the youngest. Cassie, how do you feel about all of this coronavirus stuff, just in general? All right. How do you feel about it? Uh, oh, you feel all right is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, like, okay, so are you scared at all? Not really. Um, do you think that you will catch it? I don't think I will. Okay, why not? Just because I feel like even if I did, it wouldn't really harm me that much. Okay. Because of my age. All right, Annie, how do you feel just in general terms? Um, pretty okay. I'm not too concerned. Okay, so you do you feel like there's a good chance you'll catch it or not? I mean, it's possible, but... If, as long as we're, like, cautious, I think we'll be fine. Okay. And so what are those things that we need to do to make sure that we don't catch it? We should wash our hands. Yeah, just basic hygiene, mostly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Things that I always tell you when you come home from school. Wash your, wash your hands before you do anything else. And I tell you, like, try not to touch your face during flu season especially mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So we've kind of always had these precautions this time of the year. All right. So let's see what else we're going to talk about. Um... How do you feel about everything shutting down? Do you think that's a good idea? Um, I, it depends on, like, what's closing down. Because I know they're closing down certain restaurants and stuff, which I think that's okay. But, like, things like grocery stores, they, I mean, they're probably not going to close those down. But right. they shouldn't because people still need to get food. You still are going to need to get food. Yeah. I feel like they shouldn't really close the schools down. Why is that? Unless, like... Someone is actually has the coronavirus. Okay, but like they're just trying to be—they're just trying to be cautious. I mean, like I think it's a yeah. little excessive how long we're out of school, but right. But I, I think it is kind of smart to close it down at some point. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, school. April twenty fourth. I mean, that is kind of hard to believe. That's that it's over a month. It's March seventeenth right now, and yeah, that is start, like, March a little bit hard to believe. Um, so, like, do you think that me and Dad are overreacting over like the amount of? Stuff like food and supplies we bought. Do you think it's too much? Do you think it's too little? I think it's... I don't think it's too much. I think it's fine. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think it's I think it's fine. I think you have a right to be getting all this, like, stuff. Because... Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't do anything crazy. Like, we don't have eat 200 rolls of toilet paper. Mm -hmm. We've got, like, yeah. two 12-packs of toilet paper and mm -hmm. some extras that we had, like, at home still and and it's not too crazy like like we can always go back to the store if we need to right but like now this we, is just like if things get really really bad i think i think we'll be fine right i mean we can't yeah i mean we can't guarantee what will be available mm -hmm. when we go to the store but still i mean there's there's a good chance that we'll be able to make do um do you feel like the rationing that i'm doing and dad and i are doing with the food around the house 
Do you think that it's any worse, really, than what we normally do with you guys? I mean, it's not just a free-for-all here for food. I mean, do you mm-hmm. think it's gotten a little bit worse, or do you think it's about the same? I mean, or- me personally, I think I think it has gotten a little worse. Just, yeah. I mean, like, we still need to, like, save food. We can't just, like, snack all the time. But, like, sometimes they'll be like, oh, can I have a snack? You're like, no, let's just save that. Mm-hmm. Or let's not open something new. Let's just see what we have that's right. old or something like that. I've been trying to use up, like, yes, again, perishable things. Like, Cassie mm. had a salad for lunch today because the lettuce was getting a little wimpy, and that's something that won't keep. But yet a can of like spaghettios or tuna or like we have those like ramen like those right. things, they're, they're packaged right. so they can just stay that way and it's like okay and again we don't always have ramen and spaghettios and mm-hmm. things like that these are things that were you can keep for a long time it's not something that you guys are eating every day but it's stuff that if like push comes to shove and there is like nothing left at the grocery stores we have things that will keep fresh for a very long time so Mm -hmm. um yeah so we drove around today yeah um we wanted to make sure that you know the car Mm -hmm. doesn't just sit in the garage while we're in quarantine and so we drove around just to see what was up like are are, is is it like a ghost town out there are there people all around so did what did you feel did you feel like there were more people than you expected out or did you feel like there were less? I feel like there's more people than there would be out in a regular day. Did you? Yeah. Like, I would, I would yeah. agree because I feel, I mean, like, like people are always out and about and stuff. And, like, you know, there's always going to be somebody driving around. But, like, I feel like well, with, with certain areas, like with Safeway, that area, there were a lot of cars parked there. Right. Like, that's the, a lot for normally, like, how, how it right. normally is. Right. Our grocery store was pretty packed. I mean, it's been more packed, I guess, per se. But, like, maybe, like, on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. But it, I thought it was pretty packed. Mm-hmm. I, I was a little bit surprised, yeah. But, like, also, like, some just, like, drive throughs and stuff. Those were really crazy. Oh, yeah, the but McDonald's then, There were certain areas, though, that, like, sometimes are really packed and there wasn't anybody there at all. Sure, so sure. That was... Well, a lot of the small businesses have closed down. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, the Sammamish Cafe is completely closed. Like, a lot of people are doing carryout, but certain places have completely closed down until... Like the beginning of April, I saw people like um, like walking around. I was kind of surprised. Well, right, and walking around in fresh air is okay as long as you're not in real close contact with people. As long as you leave like a distance, it's great to get fresh air and healthy for you to walk around because you're used to Cassie, especially getting recesses at school and having gym a couple times a week. So we need to make sure that you still get the same exercise that you were getting on a regular basis. And I know Annie's aunt. What? I already do that a lot. Well, you do. I you like to be outside. outside. And Annie, like, is in high school, mm-hmm. so you don't, I mean... We don't have recess. You don't have recess, and you're not... Really I mean, like, the only other physical shit. activity is, yeah, is P.E. Right. And, I mean, actually, lately, we haven't been doing much anyway, so I haven't really been right. doing a lot of, you know... But you did spend some time, like, outside with Cassie yeah. in the last few days. Like, do you feel like you're, like, able to, like, bond more as sisters because you're, like, just stuck with each other right I mean, now? I mean, like, yeah, definitely, because, I mean, like, usually most of the day I'm at school, and I don't see her until, like, three, no right. past that. And Sometimes then, it's four. Yeah. Sometimes, and if she has an extra after-school activity, I won't see her until later. Homework, yeah. And, like, that kind of Someone's thing. Someone's hanging and, out with some. I mean, right. it, just, it really all depends, and, yeah, I, right. I think it is so, a good So, yeah, time. you've, I mean, okay, you had your little fight, but you've also been, like, yeah, but everybody does that. I mean, like, little, yeah. 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 Okay, so, like, obviously missing school then. Mm-hmm. Like, Cassie had, like, mentioned that, you know, she wasn't sure that, you know, she, it was a good idea to miss mm-hmm. so much school. Um, I, I mean, like do you it. think you guys are going to fall behind? Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. You do? I mean, yeah. 
especially like next year and like and not I know this isn't this isn't like apply to me but like seniors mm-hmm. they're they're just right I mean seniors yeah. who are especially taking AP classes where they're mm-hmm. gonna get transferred over to college credits and stuff like that I did read a little bit about the fact that they will probably have some opportunities mm-hmm. to do some stuff online like, I've heard people it. I mean like I don't know how this is gonna work and if they'll do it but I've heard people talking about like like voluntarily going to summer school Oh, yeah, because, just because just they're going to feel so yeah. lost. Yeah, yeah. I'm already Be- a little off on stuff, like, at school. You think you're a little off? Yeah, because, like, last year we were supposed to, like, learn some things that we didn't. Oh, and So we did yeah. this year, and we're trying to fit everything in yeah. still. Uh-huh. And we deal with other stuff, but we still have to get other stuff from last year, in too. Right, right. And, I mean, your online schooling, your teachers are sending you optional things to do and you're not going to be graded on them they mm-hmm. encourage you to do them but it's not mandatory Which i think that's so. silly though because if they're trying to get people to do stuff and they want to make sure that they're doing it right they should at least give out some assignments that are graded because people can just get away with doing nothing i know and i mean i've thought about this like long and hard and i think like the main thing is they're afraid that for the people that would be right on top of everything mm-hmm. staying like caught up and then the group of people that aren't, mm-hmm. they're afraid that I think when the next school year turn, like starts around, like yeah. nobody's going to be on the sa- in the same boat. But, I mean, like I, I, I feel like they should grade things, but at the same time, I do maybe what they're doing is smart. Maybe they're, you know, if if you get back once we get back to school, if you haven't done anything, that's your loss. Like, I, I guess so. I mean, you, you need to catch up on your own stuff. So yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Some uh, of the websites I'm doing, mm-hmm. like I already do on a daily basis at school. Oh yeah, you do. So it's not like new stuff. I do right. this all Which the time. Which I, I feel like that's kind of graded because the teacher can monitor how much stuff they've done yeah. so well, it is good you guys do have like all those online programs like again that you cassie you said that you'd use on a regular basis yeah. so at least you can keep up on those you're not learning a new concept you can just log in like you always have like if this had happened when dad and i were kids um like everything was on you know copy paper like mm-hmm. you know everything was printed off Which and i, I, I like that a lot better actually yeah sometimes like, i don't i don't like the electronic stuff because Things can get lost, and I don't know. I like I like writing things. I, I mean, I agree. I try not to be, like, old-fashioned and, mm-hmm. and I've tried to, like, get with the times. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I see what you mean. But, like, I just don't know what we would have done yeah. without – I mean, we didn't have internet access as kids. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, would we have picked up stacks of paper from the school periodically? Yeah. Would yeah. they have mailed us stuff? I don't even know Yeah, what you, might, you might have been have in a happened. worse situation than right. we would have been right. or that we are in now. So, like, other things that you're missing, uh, well, Annie's take plays indoor soccer. Soccer, so, um, There last, was supposed to be a game. The, right, last and it, weekend. And it hadn't been canceled, and then, and then just the last all of a sudden, got canceled. Yep. And, I mean, you have three more games left of this season. I and don't. Uh, well, maybe the last game. They um, said that they will try to um, reschedule them after April 24th. So, we'll, we'll that see. that would be nice. We'll see if that yeah, happens. That's nice. Um... But yeah, I mean, so Annie, have you like talked to any friends? Like, not like, really, no. Texting or anything like no. that? No. Okay, I was just curious if you mm-hmm. had seen like, like, what's everybody talking about? Like, other than you, Cassie? I mean, yeah, like, I haven't really talked to like, anyone. Oh, the only people I talk about like some kids on like games, maybe some mm-hmm. of my friends. Or other than that, usually just Kara and Courtney, and I don't, I don't really have access to like talk right, to any of my right. Other you don't have like you have a cell phone that you can use at home with mm-hmm. just to play games like with our Wi-Fi, but you don't yeah. have like yeah, you're not calling people up on the phones and all that. 
So, um, I mean, I guess you, has reality set in that, like, this hasn't set in yet that, like, really, you're going to be doing this yeah. for over a month still. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, it it's crazy. It, it, yeah. It may, f- I mean, like, I don't know. It might feel like a long time. It might feel... Right, like I short. Mean, it, summer I don't break know. goes by. It's only been sometimes. it's only been like three days, right? Four days. So. I know, I know. It's just fast. kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I mean, we'll maybe we'll check back with you guys a little later mm-hmm. and see if your thoughts have changed or if there's any new information and and all of that. So, thanks for letting me ask you these questions. Yep. Your mother has asked you some questions. And uh, we recorded that. But now I'd like to ask you a couple questions myself and see what your understanding of this is. So we'll start with you, Cassie. What is the coronavirus? It's a virus. It's a mm. virus. It's a virus. That's all you know about it? It's what What other virus. viruses are you aware of? I don't know. You don't know. What does a virus do to you? It's a, it's a sickness. It's a sick. Okay, what happens? You could die from it. Well, what are the symptoms of the coronavirus? Of a bad cough, um, sneezing a ton, maybe throwing up. So you, in other words, you don't know. No. Okay, Annie. Yes. What is the coronavirus? It's it's basically the flu. It's basically the flu. That's what, I mean. That's what I was told. So so what are the symptoms? Coughing. A lot. Sneezing. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really know. So the same thing I said? Yes. So, so you guys don't actually know what this is? Yeah, so that's why we don't think I'm it's not a too big much. Deal. So this, what... this is changing your life completely, or at least it is right now, mm-hmm. and you don't actually have any idea what it is? Not no. really, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cassie, who are the most susceptible people to catch the, the coronavirus? Adults over, like, maybe, like, 50, 60. So old people. Yeah. Okay. What about what about kids? They won't really, they'll probably get it, but it won't really harm them as much. I forgot why, but it's, it's like, something that... It's because our immune system is stronger. Yeah. Why quarantine everyone? Like, what, why are, why are they shutting things down and quarantining because everybody? Because it, it, well, it holds everybody in one spot so they won't get... Like, they won't spread it. Even though everyone's still going out everywhere. Well, yeah, but people that are held in quarantine, they they are, like, in that one area, and then, like, after they're done with the sickness, it goes, and, like, they, they get released so they don't spread it. Cassie, if I were to take you right now to a crowded area yeah, with, like, 200 people, what would your reaction to that be? I would probably, if someone's, like, coughed or sneezed, I'll probably leave. But what if you had to stay there? Would if you I be had a... to stay there? I'll probably, I'll probably, I'll go into the Minecraft server and build like a tower up. Okay. So you try to distance yourself. Yeah. Okay. Like try to find like a pole and like climb it up and be like, ah. Now, you're you're essentially being homeschooled right now. Yes, and it sucks. It sucks. Why? It's just kind of annoying. Because I'm not doing the same stuff I usually do. And so my day's a little off. So you're a creature of habit. You like the, the pattern, the yeah. repetition, a schedule. I so like it. You you like being home? Yeah. Why? Because you can sleep in a little later. That's why I don't like it. Because Annie sleeps in and I have nothing to do in the morning. 
and then and then like there's also I mean like we don't really have to do that much work. We still need to do work, but we don't have to do as much. Really, it's like I do more. The the two of you have been we we've been watching, uh, Little House on the Prairie because mm-hmm. our our family is a big fan of that show. Um, we recently watched an episode from season one called The Plague. Mm-hmm. Annie, give me a quick rundown on what happened in that episode. Rats were, well, like poisoning, I forget what it was. They're like, pooping. Yeah, but it was, it was corn or Cornmeal. Like cornmeal. Corn was that? Mm-hmm. And everyone and, making and, like cornbread. And yeah, and they were making cornbread and then they were eating it and then getting sick. What were they getting sick of? Oh, I don't remember. So it was like an S or like an M or something. Yeah, it was typhus. Typhus. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then they they had to keep them all in the church and get them better, and a lot of people died, but... And what did they tell everybody to do? What, what What did they tell? Did they tell everybody stay in their homes? I think I think so, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, stay like, away from, they canceled school for a while. Stay mm-hmm. away from people, you know, like, just be cautious. Are, are you aware of previous like history of people having plagues or sicknesses run through whole towns and cities and states i mean probably Mm, yeah yeah but you're not actually aware of it like have you ever heard of the plague yeah what is it I don't know. I've heard of it. You don't know? I've heard of it. It's a game. Yeah. It's a game. It is is a game. I probably have the game in my phone somewhere. Plague Inc. Yeah. Uh, I'm just just curious. Does all of this seem normal? No. Not at all. I'm I'm not used to having school closed for a month. Over a month. You mean two months. Are, are, Are you concerned that... Do you think that this will blow over? Or do you think this will be a long-term problem? Cassie, what do you think? I think that people are going to make a big deal about it, and it's going to be, like, a big problem when it really isn't that bad. And, then like, we're going to be out of school until, like, the end of, like, for, like, five months or some reason. <laughs> like, maybe, like, we'll be off for, like, another month or something. No, I don't think it'll be that bad. I think it'll blow over. I don't think so. Why? Well, because, okay, if it's, like, the flu, the flu only comes around... No one thinks that, though. In, like, the winter, usually, fall and winter. And then if if it's the summer, it's not winter and fall anymore, so it'll it'll go away. Or it, it won't be as bad, at least. So you think that when the... Why do you think that? Because that's how, that's how things like that happen. Those it's like flu work. season. Mm-hmm. It, it, that, that goes away. That's only for a couple months or whatever, so... Yeah. So maybe it'll, like, pass away? Mm-hmm. I don't think it will, though. I think it will. You think it'll stick around? I think it'll stick around I mean, for a while. it'll obviously, there, I mean, you or can't Or it'll go away and people will be, like, still, like, not the same. and Everyone will still be freaking out, even though it's gone. Well, what if this is the new norm? What if What if this is the way that the life will be from, from now on? Because we're all we'll stuck in We'll find a way the, to fix it. We who? People, just in people. general. I mean, people are already working on, like, a medicine for it. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I think they're working it's only gonna, on, like, a flu shot it, thing like that. It, they're testing it on, like, monkeys and stuff. They tested it on rats and it worked. And they're going to test monkeys because they're closer to Where us. Where did you hear that? I heard it from science class. At school? Yeah. They, they specifically told you that they were testing a coronavirus cure no, on monkeys I've seen, seen another thing, but, like, they're, I got told, like, they're... They're testing, like, medicine for them. It's fixing some animals, so we're going to try it on other animals. 
you both spend uh, quite a bit of time looking at the internet, social yep. media, mm-hmm. playing games online with other people. What do you see other people? Uh, what are their con? What What are you seeing on social media in regards to this, Cassie? Are you Are you seeing people talk yeah. about what What are you seeing them say? Like, I'm seeing people. They're overreacting about stuff, and then they'll be like, "Oh." When you were in class and you see you don't cover your face, oh bless you! And then as soon yeah. as and then as soon as the coronavirus comes, and they like sterilize everything, they like throw like like napkin like clean it up. Like, a lot of memes. Like, yeah. A lot of memes. I, I've seen some like somebody say, uh, "My whole country is in quarantine" or something. Like, mm-hmm. And like Roblox wow. and stuff. What do you say to people who don't think that this is a big deal? I say that. Well, it's good not to like. It's it's good like to not worry like a lot because if you worry a lot, then you're gonna get like paranoid and like freak out. But like, I don't think it's a like. I mean, for me, I don't think it's a big problem. I'm not too concerned. If someone said it wasn't a big deal and they weren't even like washing their hands, like flu season, I'll probably say this is flu season. It's not all about the coronavirus. You should probably still wash your hands every like time you like touch something dirty or like don't touch your face it's the same as the flu season mm-hmm. it's in the flu season and so i would say like even though you hear another like sickness going around doesn't mean all the other sicknesses have gone away no we still have the flu and so you still have to like wash your hands on a daily basis anyways you guys have seen enough of things like Walking Dead and Zombie. I mean, there's even like mm-hmm. Disneyified versions mm-hmm. of zombie movies. Games. Uh, and, and games. What do you think the likelihood is that this will get to that very point? Very unlikely. It's very unlikely. But it's, it, we've had so many things like this. Like, I mean, not as bad, obviously, but like things like Ebola. Well, not, like, that was like a big thing. Tell me, tell me about Ebola. I mean, I don't know exactly what it is, but I remember everyone was freaking out when that was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. You told and, us and what happens. I did. Yeah. Like, all everything, like, all your like skin, something happens to your skin, it all disappears, and it's all like a pop with a button and it all pops. I hate it. Mm hmm. You melt from the inside. Mm hmm. But like, yeah. But, like, I, yeah, I remember when everyone was making a big deal about that, and then that went away, and now this is a big thing, and then after, uh, this will hopefully blow over, and then there'll be another thing. That, I barely knew that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Ebola. Okay. Do, do you guys think that you would like to be more informed and know more about it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's, sometimes there's things that they can't tell you. Like, what, what do you mean? I mean... Like, sometimes they'll work on a cure, and then they won't tell you for, like, a while. I don't know. Sometimes Maybe I want to know, like, how bad it affects you. Like, if it really does, if it's really bad or if it's, like, a cold or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it well, can really just be, sometimes like, Sometimes they'll be, like, researching it, and they'll think that they know something, but they have to wait until they're 100% sure, so they won't tell you yet. So they have to wait a while numerous times and i'm sure you've come across it yourself on your own internet searching uh there are two people who are experts Mm -hmm. uh that say opposite things when you have two experts that say opposite things who do you believe i don't know i guess i mean i always ask you can believe what's your proof but what if they both have proof if they both have proof. You can, I mean, you can believe we'll, both. We'll do more, like, stuff to find out which one is better. Like, at school, when we're doing engineering, me and my friends both have a good idea, but we don't know who's good. And we're like, all right, so does this follow this? This follow this. 
And then, like, my would be like, oh, my friend would be like, oh, you didn't add this, but I did. And then we'll keep going and see if, like, if it will work better. Last question. Do you guys think that your mother and I are overreacting, underreacting, or reacting just the right amount? I think it's just the right I, amount. I think it's just the right amount, Because you're too. stocking up on food like you should, but it's also, like, other kind of... Like sicknesses yeah. too. You guys so. are doing things that need to be done to just, you know, be safe. You're you know, have food, be clean, things like that. Like I don't think you're not being much. crazy, we're like, I'll touch something and they're like, Watch your hands now. I touch the door now. Touch wash your hands now. I lied, like, I have one more question. What do you think about the people who are buying overbuying and buying guns and they're sitting in a bunker with uh you know that's holding like, their that's guns like and spam and stuff they yeah that's crazy that. cuz it, it's not like so it's not like a zombie apocalypse where a zombie could co- come up from you it's you cannot just shoot a germ i mean you could but like well, i don't think you'd be very good at that yeah. <laughs> i don't think that would work i don't think you'd be <laughs> guns are not the answer um you can't, a- a- like, Annie, what do, what do you think about the people that are uh, they're a little crazy. They're going they're a, crazy? I think you're going so. in a bumper, I think there's something wrong with you. You need to go to the doctor. <laughs> Bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what our kids think. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, some things are a little off. Some sure. things are wrong. I mean, you know, their understanding of it is based on uh, what they've heard from us. Right. Uh, hearing what they've us. heard while they were still in school, friends yes. and stuff like that. And whatever they've caught online. Right. Whatever the memes they've seen yeah. that they can piece together. But I mean, think about it when you were a kid and like, remember when like the Gulf War was going on, like mm-hmm. you would hear your parents make comments. You would see little clips of stuff from the news. The teachers would say some stuff to you, but really and truly, I don't know if Did I really understood understand? what was going like, on. I knew we were at war, but I didn't know why. Right. And I never felt scared, but right. maybe I should have been. Who I don't knows? know. Who right. knows? Um, so, obviously, uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up here. This has been very long. Yes. Um, few things. Number one, uh, you know, we're all dealing with this. Right. Everybody in in the world right. is dealing with right. this. Right. In some way, shape, or form. It, yeah. Right. And so... Uh, be safe, be diligent. Uh, Don't hoard too much stuff. Check on your elderly. Mm-hmm. Be smart, be safe. I mean, I, I just don't know mm-hmm. how else to say. Be mm-hmm. smart, be safe. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, it's probably Air better to err on the yeah, 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 absolutely. And at the end of all of this, we'll be able to look back and go, uh, we did our part. Mm-hmm. Or we didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it just, it, it's, it's a little scary. It's a little strange mm-hmm. it feels like i keep saying to everybody it's just feels surreal yeah like like I, well in today's day and age everybody knows we there's so many post-apocalyptic tv shows oh, right, and films right. that we all know uh what a possible outcome could be right and you know listen to the scientists <laughs> don't ignore their warnings yeah. and at the same time just use logic and basic mm-hmm. reason to decide what's right and what's wrong right and uh you know, and as you're quarantined and looking for stuff to do, this oh, is just perfect w- opportunity to catch up on some of these old I Love Libby Show podcasts. That's right. Yeah. Just go to I Love Libby, I Love Libby Show dot com. And uh, we've got 40 plus episodes mm-hmm. to catch up on. And, and they're all just us yakking yeah. uh, about our lives, different topics. Don't get mad stuff. at us. Yeah. We're, we're opinionated sometimes. We are very opinionated, but, but that, that's what keeps always, it entertaining. It's all in good fun, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. Right. I but, love everybody. 
I, I do too. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I think that's good yeah. for this episode. So, like yeah. I said, check on your elderly. That reminds me, I need to call my mom. Oh, me. Oh, actually, I told, talked to my mom yesterday. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, all right. hey. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.